Hey family, this is Joshua Jones. My wife, Lindsay, and I have the honor of being the lead followers of Way Family Church right here in Edmond, Oklahoma. Thank you for taking a minute to tune in. We pray the message gives you a different perspective about Jesus, His gospel, and what living life in His kingdom is all about. Take notes, listen intently, and be blessed. Gospel. Hey, let's get into it real quick here. I don't want to keep you off for long today, so I'm just going to jump right into it. I got a few passages. Uh, I think we'll get to all of them. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But I just want to um, just share some thoughts from my heart, and and we'll see where the Lord where the Lord carries. Everybody say this. Say we are spirit people. We are. Presence people. Always have been. Always will be. I want to share from my heart, and if I get to these passages, I will. Um, I feel like, to be honest with you, in our city, our, our city really does need a family an expression of God's heart, something real, ripe, fresh, something authentic. I mean, we, we trust me, we need them. You know, you can literally go, I know people, they, they bounce from church to church on a monthly basis, and there's nothing different because you can almost go from church to church and do that um, because most of them are cookie-cutter type things. And nothing against that. That's just the way church is done a lot in our city. I have personally been praying that the Lord would do something unique in our city as a whole, not just through way family, but just in our city. And uh, in order for some of these things to happen, I want you to hear my heart today. It's going to require a willingness of people. Thank you, sir. It's going to require a willingness for the church, which is us, to be, watch this, what the Bible calls, Romans eight fourteen, spirit-led people. I was going to say you'd be surprised, but maybe you wouldn't. How many people would say they are Christians, followers of Christ, but, you know, if we're honest, we're not spirit-led. Like, we're not led by His Spirit, either because we haven't been taught, we, we haven't given ourselves the time it takes to learn this. Um, but I want to just talk about some things today that are near and dear to my heart um, because I'm being challenged right now. And I want to give them to you as well. And so I want you to listen, okay? I want you to listen and take notes. If something speaks to your heart, take notes. Um, yeah. I've been praying for the Lord to really just, and I'll try to find verbiage to really go with what's in my heart, but just really asking the Lord to give fresh outpourings and that, that does not mean just in church services. We need outpourings of God's Spirit to break out in how we do business. We need outpourings of God's Spirit to happen in our creativity. We need it in our homes, our marriages, how we speak to one another, how we treat one another. Watch us how we parent. How we treat our neighbors. And so... How do these things happen? And I, I, and I want to be honest with you. I don't have all the answers, especially not today. Um, but I just want to speak to it a little bit, if you'll let me. I want you to know something. God is concerned, watch this, 
with the whole of our lives, not just the part that revolves around church. (laughs) Can I tell you something? God's concerned with the money you make. God is concerned with your hobbies. He probably likes, I don't know, pickleball more than you do. And he will be involved and a part of whatever you let him be a part of. You know what the scripture says? Proverbs 3. Acknowledge me in all of your ways and I will give direction to your paths. So you can acknowledge God in any area of your life. And he says, oh yeah, I have something for that too. I have something for that too. So I've been asking the Lord for an outpouring and, and you know, for me, man, that does. I mean, I like to shake and I like to cry. Um, I do this nightly in, in my own home. I love, I love the Spirit of God to move that way. I like, to, I like to pick up the Scripture and I like to weep over it and I like to ingest it. And I like to say, man, I don't have a clue what that means, God. What are you saying? And I like to think and I like to ponder. And I like the Spirit of God to come that way too. But that's not the only way the Spirit of God moves. What if God starts moving in ways that we aren't comfortable with? Would you trust him because you know it's him? Or would you say, yeah, but the way you did it in my mom's life and in my grandparents' life was like this, and that's what I'm comfortable with. And I want to say this. If if we're not wise and if we are not sensitive, we will limit the Lord to only doing in our life what has already been done in somebody else's. I'll never forget, I think it was three or four years ago, the Lord told me in prayer, he said, Joshua, I have a category in my kingdom, watch this, called first-time things. Things that have not yet been done. So we can ask God to repeat something he's done, or we can believe for some first-time things. I'm believing for some first-time things. I was... I've been praying for a while just that God would, even in, even in our church gatherings as a family, to begin to just to break out. Because I don't like tame anything. I don't like tame anything. I don't like tame worship. It, it hadn't happened yet here, but it is going to. I'm, I'm beginning to see the seams begin to give way, Matt. But it hasn't happened yet, but it is going to. It is going to. And I'm going to tell you something. This isn't what I'm talking about right now. Isn't something like I'm waiting on the Lord to do. Really, we got to catch up with what the Lord has done. We have to catch up with what the Lord has done. So in, in my prayer time, I've just been praying, Lord, would you just begin to just, I want that outpouring. Like I want, I want something that my eye hasn't seen yet in the natural. I really want to see you do some, something new. I want to see some uncommon things. I mean, we've do we cast out demons here? Yeah, we've done it. We've done a, a, some of that a, a couple weeks ago. We we I, I mean, you know, speaking in tongues. I love it. I'm grateful for it. I want to see things happen in our communities that I haven't seen yet. I just I want to see the Lord do some things. And so, the Lord has a funny way of speaking to you. I think a lot of a lot of us hear from the Lord, but we don't know it's the Lord because it's not a Bible verse. So I was praying, and I've been praying, and I came in. This building, I don't know if it was two and a half weeks ago. And where are you at, Grant? I saw you somewhere. That's Grant right there. I come in the building, and if you know Grant, you know this isn't normal Grant verbiage, right? So if I would have said this, or Matt would have told me this, if Chris would have told me this, I'd have been like, oh, yes, just, that's just Matt. He's just walking with the Lord, right? So I come in the building on a day, no church service. Grant is prepping to do his guitar lessons and his drum lessons that he does here, which, by the way, if you need some of those, get up with Grant. Thank you for that free spot I just gave right there, Grant. He'll take your money in Jesus' name and bless you. 
But seriously, if you need those, get up with Grant. Um, I come in the building, and Grant has never uttered anything like this to me before. And he says to me, he says, hey, PJ, I really feel the presence of God in here today. Not downplaying anything in Grant's life. Grant has just never spoken anything like that to me before. So I, not, I didn't brush it off. I pondered that in my heart, but didn't think a whole lot of it other than the Lord's in the building. It's a church, right? What do you expect? Right? A few hours later, I'm gone, and Grant texts me a screenshot of it, have the text message, and he says, Hey, PJ, he says, the presence of God is undeniably here right now. I'm thinking, now, Grant, what? You are like about to, man, seriously? And I get into these theological struggles now. See, I'm trying to think how, how transparent, how vulnerable can I be with you right now? Because I believe God isn't going to do anything that he hadn't already done. It's the finished work, man. <laughs> Everything is done. Everything is done. But God can reveal to us what he's doing in a moment in a way that you didn't see it before in a new light. I'm just telling you. So later on that evening, Grant's parents are up here because we're letting them use the building for a show that they were doing with their company. And I walk over to his dad, Ken, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, uh, your son told me this today. And you know what he, he said? My son told you that? That's pretty much what he said. My Grant Wood, that's the only one I know. Your Grant Wood. And then I said, let me show you the text message you sent me. And I show this to his dad. Correct me if I'm wrong or lying. And Ken starts crying. He says, you remember a few years ago where my son was? To what he's doing now? Let me, just, let me put some things together for you. But I've been praying, God, give me... I want to see fresh outpourings. Within the past seven days, I don't know how long, four or five days ago, I had a dream, and in my dream, I was in this church praying, God, would you just pour out your spirit? So in the dream, I'm praying, God, pour out your spirit. I didn't connect what was happening with you, Grant, to this until I left church from cleaning the building the third time in three days last night to calling you. And when I had you on the phone, the Lord reminded me of what happened to Grant. He said, in your dream, you were praying, pour out your spirit, right? So the Lord reminded me of what Grant told me. Then one of my favorite communicators in the world is a guy named Bill Johnson. Takes a lot of flack because he's actually spirit-led, but he's an amazing man. Amazing man. Over 30 years ago when he took over the church that he's pastoring, now it's called Bethel. They've shaped the worship culture in the, on the globe. They have a school that all they do is teach you how to do miracles. BSSM, Bethel School of Supernatural. It's crazy. It's amazing. When he went to go take that church, he said their first service, he asked the Lord, I'll know if I'm supposed to be here if you give us an outpouring of your spirit. An outpouring tonight, we'll know. And he says this, Hannah, he says, the presence of the Lord rested on one woman, just rested on one woman. And he leans over to his wife. It was his wife or Chris Valentin, one of the two. And he said, uh, this is it. This is, this is the place because we've got an outpouring. They're like, what, what outpouring? Ain't nothing poured out here right now. What are you talking about? He said, look at that lady right there. He said, that ain't an outpouring. You call that an outpouring? 
And he said, no, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen, listen to me. He said, no, but the Lord told me the seed of what we're asking for is happening right there. And if you can see the oak tree in the acorn, it is what you're praying for. How long ago was it, Jeremiah, was sitting in my living room before we ever moved to Edmond, talking, daydreaming, Matt, about what it would look like, Chris, to have a family, not divided, watch this, by race, not divided by denomination, not divided by, well, it has to happen this way. Not putting the Lord in a certain frame and say, if you do it, you got to work in my small frame. And now fast forward two and a half years and here we are. And I'm telling you, way family, if you can see it in the seed, the tree's coming. And if you can see it in the tree, the forest is coming. And the Lord told me, Grant, he said, the same way Bill Johnson saw the Spirit of God move on that woman 30 years ago and said, That's, this is it because I see it there. And today, was he right? I tell you, he was right. I tell you, he was right. And the Lord said, Joshua, what you saw on Grant is a witness that I am doing exactly what you have been praying for. Watch this. No, watch this. Watch this. Thank you for the Baptist clap. Watch this. The scripture says, do not despise the day of small beginnings. Because everything great started small. Because the way God created the cosmos is everything, everything starts first with the seed. And I'm telling you, in this region, I speak as an apostolic leader here and a father. In this region, we are the genesis of whatever God's new thing he wants to be here is. And part of that is freedom from the legalistic system of the way we've known church, where your identity before God, your standing as a son, has everything to do with how good you have been, how many rules you could keep, how gifted you were. I'm going to tell you something here. We don't have a position for you to go out there. We don't have one. It's really quiet here right now. <laughs> We don't have a place where you say, that's what I'm going for. I want to, I want to, we don't, it doesn't exist. But you know what we do have? Be a son. Be a son. The outpouring is beginning. And we're beginning to see what the Lord is doing. I got a lot of scripture. I'm going to bounce around a little bit, but I, I just, I want to, I want to read it to you. I think, Katie, I'm going to read it in the order, I think, in which I gave it to you. Isaiah 11 and 2, I think, was the first one. Isaiah 11 and 2 was the first one. He says, the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, meaning the Messiah. This is seven or 800 years before Jesus. What does that look like? Well, it's the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of understanding and the spirit of counsel and the spirit of might and the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Everybody say fear of the Lord. I want to... Man, you can go down a rabbit hole here, but I won't. But the fear of the Lord is not like this. It's not like the Lord's going to backslap. And I'm like, oh, that's not the fear of the Lord. You'll never have to worry about him doing that, by the way. 
It is more of a, of a posture of reverence, adoration. And when that hits your heart, you're like in awe. It's that, that's the fear of the Lord. The scripture says the fear of the Lord is clean. Right? So that's the fear of the Lord. Uh, the next one I gave you, I think, uh, Isaiah 32 and 15. I love Isaiah, man. Isaiah 32 and 15. At least I think that's what it was. If it wouldn't, we definitely going to read it. He says, that now the first... 15 verses of this chapter, he's actually talking to women, and it's, 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 it's brutal when you read it. All this crazy stuff is happening and will continue to happen. And basically, at 15, it changes. He says, it will happen until this happens. All that crazy, chaotic stuff will happen until the Spirit is what? Poured upon us from where? On high. And when that happens, let me tell you what happens as a secondary consequence of the Spirit being poured from on high. The wilderness becomes a what? (laughs) And the fruitful field becomes a what? A forest. That is good by itself. Isaiah 42, 1 through 3. You guys tracking with me? He says, behold, my servant, this is a prophetic Scripture about the Messiah. My servant whom I uphold, my elect one, in whom my soul delights. That's the Father talking. He said, I put my spirit upon him. And what did that result in? It resulted in justice coming to the Gentiles or the rest of the world. Um, Is that all about one? Yeah. He will not cry nor raise his voice nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. Watch this. Because the Spirit of God is on him, a bruised reed he will not break, and a smoking flax he will not quench. He will bring forth justice for truth. And one more passage, Isaiah 44 and 3. Man, this one. I love to read more of that one. But I will pour water on him who is what? Watch this. And I will pour water and floods on the dry ground. And I will pour my spirit on your descendants. That's our kids, by the way. And my blessings will be on your offspring. Father, let your word speak to us today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So the dreams and the witness from Grant's life and even what the Lord's been doing and been saying here, I hope that's enough of a witness to all of us that we're not just trying to have good church services here. Please hear me. I could care less about having good church services. You can drive. They is, there is 37 churches within three miles of here right now, right now, that you could go to, and they're doing good church services. And you can tell what they're going to do in those services without even going. And if it ain't surprising you, I promise you, it's not surprising the enemy. I'm just, I'm just put that out there and keep right on going. How in God's name can we even claim to be spirit-led people when we're really not even acting like Jesus or living like Jesus? Do we enjoy communion with Papa who is our Father? Because Jesus sure did. Jesus did. Journey with me. Isaiah says, When the Spirit is poured out, he says, the wilderness will become a fruitful field 
and the fruitful field will eventually become a forest. In other words, when God's spirit is poured out in a city or in a region, things that used to be desolate, broken, it could be poverty, it could be whatever it may be. He says he called it a wilderness. He says God comes and he transforms that thing into a fruitful forest. Into a fruitful forest. What is proof of that? Let's look at Genesis chapter 1. It was a wilderness. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Beautiful. Next verse, not beautiful. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. That is wilderness. That is destruction. Probably more like a big ice ball. It's a mess. But the next part of that verse says this. And the Spirit of God hovered over what? That wilderness. What happened when the Spirit hovered? The voice of the God, voice of God begins to speak. <laughs> he spoke where the Spirit was hovering, and then he brought light out of darkness. He divided the dry land from the water, right? He begins to create the cosmos and reform everything, but it was a wilderness until the Spirit of God began to hover. I want to say this over us today. Get ready for unusual hoverings. Get ready to encounter God. Listen, I'm talking about, it happened to me. I'm trying to have a conversation with Matt in the car last night, and it hit me just driving home. And then, matter of fact, matter, as a matter of fact, Grant ended up texting me again, and he said, you know what? It really, I know it was God moving. He said, but maybe, I love this. He said, maybe I'm just becoming aware Come on, maybe I'm just becoming aware, Caitlin, that he really is always with me. But it happened for him when he was in here. But I'm telling you, as we become aware, as we practice the presence of God, as we are aware that God's spirit has been poured out and is being poured out, then that reality, guys, it shapes and reforms any wilderness where we are. This is true at Home Depot. This is true at the gym, right? And then Miss Mary Dillon's son told me that her son gave her a word about our church, and I may, I may butcher this a little bit. Here was the word. He saw water coming in through the walls and water flooding the sanctuary. Water is always symbolic of the Spirit of God. This is very, very recent, like all in the last couple of weeks. And so it's coming from out of state. It's coming from people's dreams. It's coming through voices that you wouldn't normally think it was going to come to. But what do we say to it? What is our response to what God is saying? I'm saying, God, do it any kind of way you want to do it. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it sounds like. I just want to be a part of what you're doing. And so, yes, I want this wilderness to be transformed. I'm telling you, yes, the church scape, the church landscape in Oklahoma City needs a reformation, a reforming to happen. I'm saying, God, the wineskin of what I see needs to desperately be reformed. And I'm telling you, you don't do that by the hands of a man. It takes something born from heaven. And there are some things that God's going to come and say, you know what? That was for a season, but we don't do it that way no more. That worked for that time, but we don't do it that way anymore. We don't do it that way anymore. 
Isaiah 44 and 3, I will pour water on him who is thirsty and on floods on the dry ground. Do you know I grew up in a religious environment at the start of every year we would plan two revivals. We literally, we took our calendars and we said, we're going to have revival on this day and this day of the year. Let me tell you what revival was to us. It was a week long of services and they were horrible. I'm talking about, whew. Y'all ain't never seen, listen. And all the revival was is my dad would invite his friends to come preach. They ain't having a move of God at their church at all, Matt, but I'm inviting them to come to my church. You know why? Because if I invite them to come preach at my church, guess what they're going to do? And we just going to be, and we just going to be transporting deadness to deadness, deadness to deadness, deadness to deadness. <laughs> It was a week. We would have special singers come in. And they, y'all ain't, y'all ain't ready for this. They would preach hellfire and brimstone. You repenting of everything. Everything. If it was fun, it was sin. Everything. Is that real? You couldn't go to the movies? Sin? Right? Some folks couldn't wear makeup, and I'm telling you, it was sin that they didn't have on makeup. They needed they needed the makeup. I'm like, I will buy you the makeup. Right? You had to wear long skirts, and we called it holiness. I'm like, this ain't holy. It's a lot of stuff, but holiness, it is not. But we, by God, we're having revival. And I'm telling you, the neighborhood next door to our church didn't even know we existed. But we're having revival, and the only people coming to our meetings are those who already believe what we believe. But we're having revival. We had it for two weeks out of the year. I believe it was Kim Walker that wrote a song. We need a fresh outpouring. 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 If he says, I pour water on thirsty ground, and I know that Jesus is water, and I know he is the water of life, and I know that he lives on the inside of me. I told Matt, I called Matt, I was perplexed. I called him. I said, man, I'm struggling really right now theologically because I know God already poured out his spirit, but yet God instantly said, don't be religious, Joshua. No sooner than I did that, did Chris, I'm just telling you, Chris texts, I'm going to text thread with me, Chris and Wes and Chris texted me. He said, boys, we missed the core of the hell by two streets. And the Lord said to me, Chris, he said, didn't it hell at your house, Joshua? It didn't happen at his, but it happened at yours. He could say it wasn't happening, but it was happening over there. Not pouring at one place, but definitely pouring over here. And I'm telling you, I am trusting the Lord. The heavens are open, but will you not be aware of it? And I'm telling you, I believe to the degree that we are aware, Grant, of who God is and what he's doing, to that same degree can we participate by the Spirit, with the Spirit. Are you seeing this? He pours water on the thirsty, and on the dry ground, he he releases water. 
Your marriage is dry. Get along with God. Get together and say, Lord, would you literally, what, what does an outpouring look like in my marriage? I may not know, but I'm asking for it. There isn't one problem in the cosmos right now that more of God's presence on it won't resolve. There isn't a business issue, a financial issue, a scientific issue, a medical issue, a parental issue, a business issue that more of God's presence, when given acknowledgement on it, will not resolve. And I'm telling you, Isaiah even goes as far as to say that it is the outpouring of the Spirit that brings justice to nations. When, when Russia went into Ukraine and started doing the stuff that they were doing, here's what the Holy Spirit told me. He said, Joshua, what is justice to, to, uh, uh, to Russia? If you're a Ukrainian, you probably feel like, we're going to bomb them back. That's what we do on the earth, right? You mess with us, we, we come back at you. The, the, the issue's never been bigger guns or bigger bombs. The Lord said to me, he said, Joshua, you know what my justice to every nation is? I pour my spirit out on them. I pour my spirit out on them. And so I am telling you right now, if spirit is poured out where people are thirsty, if spirit is poured out where people are dry, if the spirit being poured out makes a wilderness to be a fruitful plain and the fruitful plain into a forest, and the spirit being poured out looks like wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, and the fear of the Lord, which Jesus walked in all of those because he was the embodiment of it. Then you and I have to say, Lord, I am willing to let go of anything in my life that doesn't look like that so that we can say we are literally in one with God and we're watching his spirit begin to move. I li- we got included I even made a reply to it this week. On, on, I saw it on Facebook. Somebody said, I'm looking for a good church to go to. Man, 57 churches. I really want to say a lot on that post, but I won't. I didn't. I want to say, no, don't go there. Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. But we're looking for something. Come on, darling, back to the keys if you're in here. I'm, t- I'm telling you. I want hot tears. (laughs) What does it look like to cry with your spouse? Man, let's go there. What does it look like to cry with your your kids? Let's go there. Two nights ago, I'm putting my daughter to bed. And as my custom is, Matt, I start praying over her. We make our declarations that she, you know, she sometimes hates, but we make our declarations. And then... I start praying in my real native language, which isn't English. And I'm praying, Mandoro undu ushti kaba atar. Iri iku uma unduru u ishti raba. And she says, Dad, she's laying on her belly. She's looking, she's like, Dad, I was like, Yes, sweetheart. She's like, I, w- I want to do that. I said, Oh, you do? Well, we can do that. I said, you know, God's spirit lives in you. Now, if she go to she go to church long enough, church will tell her, if you say a prayer, you can get God to jump into your heart. All the stuff. 
And I said, you know, God's spirit lives in your She said, yeah. I said, he can, he, can, he can give you utterances. He can literally say, say, he can literally connect you and give you this language. You hear Daddy Press say, you got your own. It's just mine, but you got your own. She said, I said, you ready? I said, I'm going to count to three. And I'm going to pray. And you just pray. She said, not right now. Honestly. I was like, I'm about to have this cataclysmic moment. She's like, not right now. Just go to sleep. That's literally what she did. And the spirit of Popeye's almost came on me right there. And I like it. But it, I, did, I didn't yield to it right there. And I said, that's okay, sweetheart. And I laid my hand on her head. And I don't always know what the next is. But I can tell you by visions and dreams right now. I can tell you by the witness coming from other people. People that don't even live in state sending us messages. People just tapping in to what's happening here. Come on, would you stand to your feet with me? Can you just take a few moments with me? We're 30 minutes ahead of time. More than 30 minutes. Would you, I just want Darla just to play, but would you just, I don't care what you say, just something as simple as God, just do it. God, just do it in us. I'm telling you, man, there can be a rending. There can be a real rending, a real tearing away of some things that have kept us up until now. But what if God sincerely wants to give us this new thing in this day? I'm crazy enough to believe that from Edmond, Oklahoma, a ragtag group of people in a beat up building. They don't even have a closet in, but I believe that there, Jesus Christ can so birth something in the heart of people that I'm telling you, it can erode away all the religion and all the man-made stuff. Everything that has been man-you-factored can give way from something that has been God-factored where God alone says, I'm going to reshape the religious landscape of a region by a group of people who are willing to say, God, whatever it looks like, you do it. Whatever it sounds like, God, you do it. So come on, would you just take a few moments and just begin to pray and just unite your prayers with me? Jesus, would you just do something so unique in the Midwest? Even how Matt said it, like the Midwest, like we'll feel the heart of God here in the Midwest. At the heart of America, would literally catch the heartbeat of their father. What would you do it in Jesus' name? Lord, let us participate with your spirit. Show us, Jesus. Show us, Jesus, what you're doing. We want to be in direct alignment with you, Lord. We're out of proximity and alignment. Let your kingdom come and, and let your will be done. But we're willing to be a witness of what a marriage on the rocks can look like. But Jesus, we're willing to be a witness of what a family on the rocks can look like. But Jesus, that even in this region, Lord, you can bless the financial arena. And that businesses would be blessed. Not just because of our wisdom, but by the Spirit of God, Lord. You would do.
do something in this Midwest, Lord. Do it, God. Do it, God. Do it, God. I thank you for the birthing again of signs, wonders, and miracles, Jesus. Signs, wonders, and miracles on a spirit-led perspective, on a spirit-led level in the name of Jesus, Lord. I even ask that, God, in the life of our children, even in their early age, in their pre-K ages, in kindergarten ages, Lord, they'll be praying in the spirit, Lord. They'll have visions and dreams, Jesus, that from the from the from the tomb, from the womb to the tomb, our children, all they'll know is the goodness of the Lord, as long as they're in the land of the living Jesus. I thank you, Lord. We won't know what condemnation is. And we won't know what the judgment of people are. And we won't have to find our love from you to us, nor our identity out of human performance or the obeying of the rules. Because all we know is that God is good, that God is gracious, that God is kind, that Jesus literally is our example. God, would you just do it? 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 Sometimes I don't even have the words of prayer. I just begin to roar and I begin to groan and I begin to moan. And I know that those are just, that's the Spirit's groanings through me in those moments. So sometimes you don't even have words. Come on, I want you to know, man, the altar's open. If you even just want to come and lay and pray for a few moments, I'm telling you, we're shaping destinies right now. We're literally shaping the future of a region right now. Come on, the scripture says this in, in Psalms 2. He said, if you ask of me, I'll give you the nations of the earth for your inheritance. Come on. I'll give you the four corners of the world as part of your possession. That's a spirit-led people. As spirit-led people, we can pray on earth as it is in heaven. As spirit-led people, we can pray, thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, as spirit-led people, we can pray no weapon formed against us will prosper. But every tongue that rises up against what God is doing, God himself will vindicate. And God himself will judge. As spirit-led people, we speak to mountains and we see those things move. As spirit-led people, we see water being poured on the thirsty. As spirit-led people, we see the dry ground receiving the rain of heaven. As spirit-led people, we see visions and dreams returning back to the church here in the West. As spirit-led people, we can see the Trinitarian life becoming a reality again for us here in the West. As spirit-led people, we can see that the religion that said God was judge only and not Father being ripped away from us. As spirit-led people, the bliss and the beauty of sweet communion with Abba and with the Son and with the Spirit being restored again as Spirit-led people. We can see the grace of Christ being central to all that we do and central to all that we say. Come on, if there's an area you know you need the water of God to be poured out on, why don't you begin to voice that out right now? Come on, we just turned into a prayer movement. If there's an area in your life where you know you need water to be poured out on, come on, you voice that thing right now in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, the water is coming through your prayer. Yeah, the water is coming through your prayer right now in Jesus' name. Come on, if you know you've been dry in your own life, if you know that there's just places in your life that you feel like, you know what, man, I know right here. I know I need to feel the Lord here. I know that I need his nudging here. Come on, take that thing to the Lord, man. 
I'm telling you, you can receive your tears back again. Yeah, you can receive your tears back again. You can receive passion in the place of prayer again. Let your life become a conduit. Let your life become a conduit. Some of you guys, for the first time, you're going to discover the beauty of contemplation. Yay! Thank you, Jesus. Come on, I tell you that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. I call for every dam to be unlocked on the inside of you in Jesus' name. I call for the artesian well, the passion translation. I call for the artesian well to be unlocked on the inside of you in Jesus' name. I say this is not by your power. This is not by your might. I say this is by the Spirit of God. Some of you guys are going to give up. You have private addictions that you currently, you've literally been entertaining those things. But by the Spirit of God, they, they give way to the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Attitudes go in the Spirit of God. Show in Jesus' name. see the seed now but I know the forest is coming I see the seed now but I know the forest is coming I see the seed now but I know the forest is coming I know that what we're doing right now is not normal in American culture definitely not here in Edmond well Lord, we don't want normal we want heaven we don't want normal we want the kingdom I thank you Lord for breaking out of our barriers Lord, we repent for putting you in a frame for putting you in a box our marriages, our parenting, our finances. We repent of all the stuff, Lord. And we say, Lord, whatever you want it to look like, may it look like. May it look like. Sorry, yeah, John 4, I believe it is. Jesus meets a woman at a well, and he says essentially to her, there's a well of living water that's going to spring up in you. But the prerequisite of that was this. He said, just simply drink. He said, if you drink this, it becomes a well. So if you drink this, it becomes a well. Actually, Ken just came up on stage and told me, he said, you know, we, it's already been deposited. It's like we just have to tap into that, right? We just have to lean into what the Lord's doing. But watch this. As we drink corporately, the well literally just opens up over us. I'm telling you, way family, and I'm done for today. I'm just telling you, you need to be aware and you need to be sensitive. I'm not telling you to take a Bible around with you everywhere you go. I'm just saying, be aware that these are unusual times. It's a bad time to be casual and be passive. It's a bad time not to be aware of what's happening because there's a lot that's going on spiritually and I'm telling you there's a lot that the Lord wants us to benefit from. 
I encourage you to drink this week. Spend time with the Lord. If you've never done that, man, set aside time. Sit on a couch alone. Get in your car. Bring a Bible with you. And just say, Lord, I want to I wanna, I wanna talk with you. Read the scripture. Think of, stop, you know, read 10, 10 verses and stop and just say, Lord, speak to me about what I just read. What are you saying to me? Just as simple as that. That's a, that's a good, safe place to start. Grab the hand of your spouse and say, can I pray with you? Take two or three minutes as a family and do it. To the degree that we drink, watch this, to that degree, the well erupts. And the half hasn't yet been told. I don't know what the next few months looks like for us as a church, but I can tell you this. It's gonna be, we're going to be more spirit-led than we ever have before. We might, we might start with this and never go any further. I'm okay. Because I'm not prepping sermons for you. I'm okay. We want God to speak to us. I do want to say this. And my own heart included. There are wounds that some of us have carried for years. That the Holy Spirit is going to heal. No, listen to what I'm telling you. There are wounds. I mean deep-seated wounds. That God is going to heal. And we won't carry them throughout our life. I'm telling you, some of us have told ourselves, this is going to always be here. I'm telling you, no, it's not. Because when this, listen, when this rain begins to come in the way that I see, he's literally going to change the landscape. I sat yesterday. It's crazy how much rain can come in like 10 minutes. It was, it, I might as well didn't have gutters. It was coming over the side of the gutters, raining in my front patio. I've been taking out rocks there for two weeks. And I told myself, I got to go now take out some of that. I don't know what it is. It's not necessarily dirt, but I got to get it out. The rain did it for me. Erosion. Like, this is from heaven. It just, it did, it did in a matter of minutes what would have taken me several hours to do. No, you missed what I just said. I'm telling you, the rain of heaven did in a matter of 10 minutes what would have taken me probably between four and five hours of work to do. So quit telling yourself it's going to take a long. I'm just telling you, be ready. Because when the rain comes, it changes everything. Everybody extend your hands. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in our family. Shoo, and we are grateful for every outpouring that you're doing. We just stand upon what, up what you've done through Jesus. And we say, more Lord. Show us how to be aware. Show us how to be sensitive. I pray that as we commune as families with your spirit throughout the week in our daily lives. That when we do come back together corporately, it'll be a corporate expression of what you've already been doing. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you for taking a moment to listen in to what Jesus is doing right here at Way Family Church in Edmond, Oklahoma. If you want to be a part of helping us to continue to share the gospel and get it out to as many people as we can, you can do that via Cash App at dollar sign Way Family Church or you can visit our website at wayfamilychurch.com and click on the giving tab. For more information about Way Family Church, you can connect with us on all social media platforms or simply go to wayfamilychurch.com. Be blessed.